this Welcome to the Wedding of Distinction podcast, a program for the unique bride and groom. The Wedding of Distinction is a concept, a concept where brides and grooms want something better, not just your average wedding. We have the tools to make that happen. Now, here's your host, Mike Fernino. Hello, everybody. I hope you're well. I hope everything is fantastic this holiday season and wishing you safety and health. You know, 2020, what do you want? (laughs) I mean, safety and health, that's the greatest gift that we could possibly have. You know, I haven't done a podcast in a while, and I certainly have missed it. You know, a lot of things have been going on, but I'm back to it, and we've got some wonderful uh, episodes that will be coming uh, to the Wedding of Distinction. Tonight, we're going to talk about dancing which is just a fabulous way to celebrate. Hopefully, with vaccines on the horizon and 2021 being a whole new year, we're going to have a lot of reason to celebrate and dance next year in 2021. But how many times have you been a wedding guest at a wedding reception and the bride and groom awkwardly stood there on the dance floor as if it was the freshman high school dance? Awkward and tight during their first dance that is supposed to be one of the most memorable moments of their lives. Some people are just natural dancing together, and others, well, they really need some assistance. Sometimes folks would like to do something that's a little bit more exciting or dramatic or a big surprise to everybody in the room. If you have a wedding coming up, you should consider taking dance lessons. Have you ever considered doing a full choreographed routine for your first dance? Or maybe a medley of multiple songs with your father or a surprise to the bride from the groom and all of the groomsmen. My guest today is Paul Herman, who is a 20-year veteran of dance and theater and choreography. Paul has performed and collaborated with such artists as Kat DeLuna, Alicia Keys, Chris Brown, Sean Paul, Little Wayne, Sierra, and Flo Rida. Paul has also performed at world-famous Carnegie Hall. Paul and I discuss the benefits of a choreographed first dance, the teamwork aspect of dance lessons, and all the great benefits, along with the fun from being able to dance really well at your wedding reception. So let's get down tonight with dance master Paul Herman on the Wedding of Distinction podcast. On the Zoom line, I have my buddy, Mr. Paul Herman. Before we get to Paul, uh, how many times have you been to somebody's wedding and the bride and groom had their very special first dance that moment, and they just kind of awkwardly danced like... Like Frankenstein, you know what I mean? It just was an awkward moment. Um, this guy can help. And uh, in fact, Paul and I work together. We do bar and bat mitzvahs together. He's one of my party motivators. He gets out there. He's awesome. But uh, Paul Herman, welcome to the Wedding of Distinction program. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Doing fine, young man. It's a pleasure to actually be here with you. And I actually talking about the, that experience <laughs> on the dance floor. It is always something to remember. I know it always starts off maybe a little awkward at the beginning because, you know, it's something always new for a lot of individuals, but then towards the end, it obviously turns out to be an amazing experience. And um, um, I always, I just enjoy that process, seeing something grow in front of me. Uh, Oddly enough, Paul, from from what I know as a a professional wedding DJ of 35 years, and I've done thousands of weddings, so I've been witnessed, witnessed to thousands of first dances, there are many times that that moment is the very first time that the bride and groom have actually had a slow dance or one of the very first times they've actually slow danced as a couple. So let's talk about choreography. Let's talk about something prepared and rehearsed and how it can enhance uh, a wedding reception. Um, well, I think the first thing 
you know, that, that, that I always, you know, recommend when it does come time to uh, moments like that is that you obviously want to make it, you know, memorable. You know, I know that a lot of times, like you said, you know, that's probably their first time actually like having more of a, a very uh, intimate dance together where they focus on each other versus, you know, just like social dancing, you know, it, and then on top of that, they're doing it in front of hundreds, probably even thousands of people. So I know I could just imagine, you know, the, the butterflies that are going through them. That's why it's, you know, it's highly recommended that, you know, you, you obviously hiring a choreographer or someone, a movement coach to kind of give you guys, you know, um, a few moves, you know, or even choreography, but that process starts off typically, you know, there's always one person in the group that really wants it more than the next, to be honest with you, right? And um, the, you know, it's at first, you know, the other individual kind of drags their feet and it is there being supportive. But um, through that process, you know, you, you kind of get to know the, the both bride and groom and, you know, you kind of just, you know, go through like the steps of understanding like what it is to, to get choreography, like to memorize stuff, you know, you're going to have homework, you're going to have to remember the steps, you have to right. leave, you know, come back to the studio, you know, it could be one session, it could be two, it could be three, it could be several sessions, but I feel like um, every time I've ever done it, you know, I, I always start off with, you know, the setting the expectation. What are they looking to truly get? You know, some people want a full-blown performance, you know, right. and then other individuals like, look, we just want to have, uh, you know, a good one and two minutes on the dance floor together, and then we're going to invite everyone onto the dance floor. You know? Well, let's, so, we'll, we'll get to that. We're going to break down into uh, a couple of different segments. Let's start with just a classic first dance with some moves and maybe a little hint of ballroom steps and stuff like that. Let's start there. Yeah. Um, it, how does that choreography work out, play out? Yeah, I mean, you've seen a lot of different things. Yeah. And, um, you know, what's a, a typical, let's say the bride and groom come to you and say, hey, Paul, I just want to do like two, two and a half minutes, three minutes on the dance floor, a little cha-cha action here, um, something like that. What are, what are some of the things that you can recommend for something a little bit more traditional? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first thing I would always recommend is, is for them to have a reference. Having a reference is always important. You know, being able to, you know, reference a video, reference um, something that they've probably seen before, or uh, even it could be a picture in a sense and be like, we want to look this clean. We want to look this sharp. We want to have turns. We want to have more uh, floor work. We want to have more you know, I want her to sit down, you know, and what we try to do at that point in time is create the actual performance. And the performance could be from the minute they walk together, it could be, you know, the bride sitting down, the groom walking over to her. Once we create that concept, that vision, we then grow off of that, you know, and we then figure out what are some of the traditional movements that they would want to put in there. Um, we find out what's makes, what's some of the movements that, that resonate with them, that are comfortable. At first, one of the things that I like to do is I like to play music and watch the couples um, actually just move within their own within their own selves, like just kind of figuring out like what sits well with them, what would they naturally do. Once I get to see how they naturally move, then I could kind of, you know, already guess what type of movement should be within the choreography versus just saying, look, we're going to do this and it doesn't really work out, you know? So seeing what they do first, kind of getting them, you know, getting some of the butterflies out of their system, having them kind of have that creative movement time for themselves. And then from there, we kind of, you know, work on the vocabulary and putting it together. It makes a world of sense because some people are just not capable of certain moves or certain rhythms, I would imagine. So now let's talk something a little bit more elaborate that they want to do like Thriller, um, <laughs> something really choreographed. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say that. There, there was a couple that um, I work with closely, uh, dear friends of mine from college, 
And uh, they wanted a whole Michael Jackson, you know, routine. You know, the, the, the husband, in a sense, good friend of mine, you know, he was very, you know, into the whole MJ thing. He actually got himself the, the MJ jacket, red uh, thriller jacket, and he actually wore it during that, that, that performance. And um, he always talked about it. But I think when it comes to those larger performances, typically, you know, the individuals that are requesting that, they've seen something they're inspired, you know, so I'm always, you know, loving those types of moments because I love when people are inspired through movement, you know, then from there, we, I say, where did you find that inspiration? Show me exactly what it is. So we, we kind of go through that same process. And then from there, I kind of set the expectation of like what that's going to look like. Is it two minutes? Is it one minute? Is it three, three minutes of choreography is a long time. If you don't, if you haven't danced before in that type of session, I probably would truly find out you know how long have the bride and groom been dancing have they ever taken a dance class you know in the first type of uh a session with the, the the more beginner group i probably would ask that question but more on a smaller scale you know now i would really break down rhythms and patterns and um texture because obviously at that point in time you're putting on performance and it's, it's more than just you know memorizing some steps at that point in time right now uh there's also uh, let's go to the next level, and that would be medleys. And uh, we've seen that before. You know, you, they start out dancing, you know, theme from the Titanic or whatever the case may be. And then all <laughs> yeah, of a sudden, yep, yep, boom, yep. You know, and we're doing like four or five different songs and throwing them all together. And it, it's also not just the bride and groom first dance. We've seen this for the bride dancing with her dad. We've seen that many times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or let's mm-hmm. say the bride and all her bridesmaids or the groom and all the groomsmen doing a choreographed routine. Let's say while the bride's in the chair. What uh, some of the other things have you seen uh, over the years? Um, well, that one, I, that one's always a, a shocker for one, one of the, one of the individuals, because at times what I've done is that, um, like, for example, the bride and groom might come to me and say, Hey, look, we're doing our first dance. But then the bride says, look, I'm going to be coming back on the side with my, my bridesmaids and we're going to work on some choreography, you know, and I don't want him to know. <laughs> and, awesome. um, it's so I could see them on Friday on Saturday. She's back in there with her girls working on a whole different routine, you know, trying to. So in the middle of the, the song, you know, they're dancing, they have their choreography. He thinks it's over. She automatically just like strips, like takes off like a, uh, her, her heels or her puts on you all of a sudden she has sneakers on. She, or she had a jacket or something all over her and she just took it off and literally turns into a whole different performance. And the bridesmaids get up, um, the lights, the DJs are always on it as well too, which I always admire about you guys. You guys know how to switch up the scenery, you know, the lighting changes, it went from pink and blue. And then all of a sudden it's like flashing lights, um, I've seen some of the stuff that I've seen that has always, you know, it, I've always, um, find very amazing is how, when they get their families involved, mm-hmm. I've been on times where I've had zoom conferences with people that were coming in. So they really never got to meet me. They had to learn the choreography online. So we would send tutorials. We would break down the choreography. We would break down. And mind you, we're doing it from my studio. Um, And so we have to be like, well, this is where the chair would be. And this is where the DJ would be. And you would walk in between the two. And to see them that day, and sometimes I'm able to arrive on site and help them out with uh, making sure everyone feels comfortable. But then for the most part, when they send me the videos and seeing them actually put it together, it's so amazing. And to see how it started off is like, 
I don't know if we could pull this off. We just have an idea to now it's actually happening. And now we have it videotaped and it's something that I can remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, I was going to say, that's very 2020 uh, way, way to do it. <laughs> Shout out to 2020. Yeah, let's, let's hope we don't have to do this again next year. But uh, hey, there are some people actually that, that can't fly in, let's say Bridesmaid in California, and with Zoom and uh, the new technology and the capabilities, we, we can we can make that work now. Let's, let's talk about the dance studio, and then we're going to get uh, all the information out to the listeners of our program because, you know, there's brides and grooms sitting here going, hmm. Maybe I should choreograph my wedding, my, my first dance routine. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, the dance studio. Um, let's talk about the history of it. How long have you been there? And, uh, and what do you do in there with, uh, with all of your, your staff and, and your students? Mm-hmm. Well, my brother and I, we're originally from the South Bronx, born and raised. You know, we came up here to Connecticut. You know, we, we saw that uh, Connecticut had a, a really big dance community. And more importantly, they love dance. A good amount of the people that we were meeting were like, we just love dance. We love music. So at that point in time, you know, obviously Brian and I had a, uh, an amazing time traveling the world, touring with uh, some amazing artists and having some amazing opportunities come our way. We finally opened up our dance studio in 2014, which is lo- uh, the first location was located in Fairfield, Connecticut, the Harder Fairfield. Connecticut um, in Sportsplex, which is um, right off of Exit 2095. We just recently moved to Black Rock Turnpike, 2215 Black Rock Turnpike. And our studio is, you know, two beautiful studios has, and it's an amazing facility for just, not just only for dance, but for, for training, for dancers that are training in the performing arts to, to come in and train. But then also it has, you know, those beginner classes, those intermediate advanced classes. It has a wide range of classes that and when obviously, you know, some of these couples have come in, I have recommended them to take other classes in order to kind of loosen them up so that they're more. So it's instead of doing it once a week, they were dancing twice a week, if that was the case. Mm-hmm. You know, so I might say you, you might want to take a contemporary class so you could kind of, you know, loosen up and, and elongate those movements. Because once you start to engulf yourself into something, it's very important that you kind of like really, you know, think of various different avenues to help in to help uh, you along the lines of that process. So it's not just like I'm just going to rely on natural talent. I'm going to rely on, you know, really some really good coaching, you know, with some really good videos and, you know, a really good mentor, if that's the case, to kind of get me to that from point A to point B. But we have classes. One of the things we also do is host events. We've actually hosted a wedding at our yeah. actual studio. So we, in the same thing, we choreograph, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, bridal uh, showers in there, um, baby showers, you know, you name it. Our studio is not just a dance studio, it's actually an entertainment facility, you know, so people come in there and rent it out for various different reasons. And, you know, we're doing um, an amazing job with our classes and, you know, occasionally throughout that time period, people will always say, do you choreograph first dances? And I just smile every time and I'm like, yep, (laughs) tell me what you need. And, you know, it could be as elaborate as, you know, I want animals coming out from the sidelines to being like, look, I just want to look at her and, you know, I want him to look at me and I want to just do one little twirl and a kiss and that's it. And it's still amazing, no matter what the outcome is. Yeah, I would imagine, Paul, that um, it, it's not a bad idea. Let's say if you want to look really good on the dance floor for your wedding, even if it doesn't involve doing the choreography of a first dance, just maybe stepping up some of your dance moves and becoming a little bit more comfortable dancing together. It's not a yes. bad idea to take dance lessons before your wedding, right? I, I recommend it all the time, all the time, because, 
you know, that's if someone says to me, hey, Paul, I want to be in the NBA, you know, uh, and I'm like, okay, you want to be in the NBA. Do you, do you, do you, are you on a high school basketball team? Are you on a college basketball team? Do you have, uh, are you on an AA team? Uh, are you on, what are the various different resources that you're using to help you get to from point A to point B? And if you just rely on just saying, look, I just want to be in the NBA. I'm just going to keep on playing and hopefully someone's going to see me. No, it doesn't happen like that. You got to actually add more stuff to your, your, your repertoire. And I think when couples come in, I was like, hey, guys, I think it's important that, you know, hop into a dance class, hop into a hip hop class, hop into a fundamentals class, because fundamentals is where it's at. If you learn how to find a groove, you find a pocket, you learn how to, you know, plie, just learn how to balance. So even finding rhythm is is always a hard thing for some couples because someone might have the rhythm and the other one might not. And from there, it's important that when you come to dance class, everyone is trying to aim to get the same thing. So it pushes that person versus you saying, going home, honey, did you listen to the music? No. Honey, did you practice? No. Now you could actually say, honey, we're going to class together. Now everyone's in the room uh, striving for the same goal. It sounds to me like you could really practice your tolerance and patience with your uh, significant other before you get married. Oh, I've seen I've seen some stuff go down in that room. <laughs> sure you have. I've seen some, what are you doing? It's this step. It's on this count. And I'm like, guys, remember <laughs> no, what we're here for. No fighting during your first dance. No, no, no. No, um, no, no. And, and, then there's, and then there's the obvious, Paul. You know, people are always trying to look their best for their wedding. And a lot of times they're going to be going to, you know, the, the gym and stuff like that. Dancing is, is a fantastic form of exercise and cardiovascular activity. Yes, it is. It truly is. I feel like um, one of the things about it that really stands out is that um, everyone, everyone doesn't take into consideration how much cardio actually goes into dance. Like you really need to, you know, work on your flexibility. You know, there's been times some of the performances that I've, I've actually choreographed for people, they've actually been like sweating, they're drinking, like they're going through four bottles of water because the intensity of what they're trying to do. So I recommend it for everyone. And it's a great way to kind of just, you know, build confidence. It's another way to work on your flexibility as well, too, because, you know, and your stamina, your, it also works on your uh, agility, your, you know, mobility as well, too. You know, a lot of people kind of take those things for granted, you know, and I feel like dance is a really, really good way to kind of grab in all of those things. So now we have the interest of all the listeners of the program. So uh, tell people how they could uh, get in contact with you and how they could uh, potentially come down to uh, Double Up Dance Studio. And you're in Fairfield, right, Paul? Yeah, right in, um, yeah, right in Fairfield. Again, you know, Paul Herman, you know, I'm my I'm co-owners of Double Up Dance Studio. My brother, Brian Herman, is an amazing instructor as well, too, at the studio. Um, you could come down there anytime. You know, our, our classes, our studios open, you know, typically 24-7, you know, because we're in there all hours of the night, whether dancing with uh, people who are trying to work on their first dance or mainly late night with our dance company members. So we have classes throughout the course of the day, but, you know, you can find us, like I said, 2215 Black Rock Turnpike in Fairfield, and it's just a great opportunity. We're right next to Gap and Old Navy. All you want to do is come downstairs, and our doors open for ever, all different individuals, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, advanced, whether it's your first time actually taking a dance class or this is you're just getting back into the swing of dance, we're here for everybody. Okay, email and phone number for uh, the people. Oh, the email, best email to reach us on is info at doubleupdancestudio.com. The Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, you could definitely find us on uh, Double Up Dance Studio. It's definitely the same thing for our website, doubleupdancestudio.com. 
www.ebonline.com uh, is our official website where you can book our classes and get more information on our events. You can email us at info at doubleupdancestudio.com. Our phone number is 203-916-4949. Again, that number is 203-916-4949. And we're located again in 2215 Black Rock Turnpike in Fairford, Connecticut. Awesome. Paul Herman, thank you. Thank you for taking a little time tonight on the Wedding of Distinction. And I'll see you uh, soon, my friend. Yes, I'm looking forward to sharing that dance floor with you again. You know, it's good energy, always good vibes. And hopefully you and I will be collaborating at some point in time with some wedding. <laughs> We're going to see how that couple does. That's a guarantee, my friend. This here is a remarkable, so, so The Wedding of Distinction podcast is a production of Music in Motion Entertainment. All rights reserved. Any unauthorized publication of this program is strictly prohibited. For the Wedding of Distinction podcast, I'm Mike Vincent. Happy wedding planning, everybody. Come on.